0: We thank you that you are our Lord. We thank you that you sent your son to save us. And we thank you that whoever we are, wherever we've come from, whether we are old, whether we're very young, or whether we're somewhere in between, that you're going to speak to us this morning. And as we concentrate upon you and upon all that you've done for us, we pray that you'd show us new things this morning and that you'd draw close to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning we're going to be concentrating on the next in our series of all-age service themes which is the fruits of the spirit and this morning's fruit is kindness and it says in Galatians 5 22 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness dot 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 we won't give away the next theme this morning we're concentrating on kindness and Kindness is quite a difficult theme to, to get to grips with when we first thought about this, thinking, well, it just means being kind, doesn't it? Well, there's a lot more to it
1: than that. Um, just for this service, we'd love the young people and children to stay in, and we've tried to make the service helpful for them. Um, if you've got very young children, or perhaps slightly older children, who uh, need a bit of space, then please do head out, and there is a creche available for the very small children. But we hope you'll want to stay in.
0: OK, well, um, we are going a... To... Carry on with the first part of this service, uh, looking at the theme of God's kindness to us. And no all-age service would be complete without the roving mic, as we like to rove among the congregation. Um, But I need two helpers. Mark's going to very kindly uh, set up the flip chart, which is fairly frightening if you get it wrong, because it sort of collapses. Caroline's going to take the roving mic. And what I'd like um, Norman to do, if he could bring up the PowerPoint, which... Should be, I hope, yes, Psalm 86, 5. Should we we just read read these, these words out loud? Okay. You, Lord, are kind and forgiving, abounding in love to all who call you. So I hope that we all agree that God is kind and that he is abounding in love. But what I'd like to do is find out from... Anyone who's prepared, anyone and everyone who's prepared to say, in what ways has God been kind to you? Um, And please say anything that comes to your mind. It can be something that you're prepared to share in a personal way with everyone here, or it can be more of a general thing. But let's have some observations from anyone who's got some ideas as to. The ways in which God has been kind to us, or to you, or to, to them. Who's going to kick us off? It was kind of God
1: to give me Christian parents.
0: Good. That's brilliant. Okay, that.
1: That was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. But I'll extend that to say, he's given me a wonderful wife and a beautiful family.
0: So, Christian parents and... wonderful wife and family. I saw a small hand go up there. Did someone put their hand up just behind there? Yes. Did he put his hand up? Is he going to say something? No? He's not. Okay. I am going to include anyone up here who's got some ideas as well. Keep looking up. Yes, Isabel. Thank you.
2: He brought me to this church.
0: Okay. Brought you into the church family. Anyone else? Yes, Cathy
2: god gave us a global family who's been praying for us for so long and continues to do so
0: thank you do you get that global family who's been praying and continues to pray okay thank you
2: i used to live in the darkness and now i live in the light
0: so, God's brought you out of darkness into the light. That's brilliant. Thanks, Anne. <coughs> <coughs> Thank it's
2: something from this week. Yeah. Well, it carries on to this week. It started long ago. But, um, yes, he provided a wonderful house for us when we had to move out of our previous one.
0: So, he's been kind to you in the provision of your practical needs, physical needs. Yeah. Okay. Any children? Have any of the children got any ideas? What does it mean for God to have been kind to you? Before we do that, Steve? He causes the sun to rise each morning, giving us a new day. That's brilliant. And we, we can say, I think, I don't know where everyone's been this week, but we've been in Norfolk this week, and we were having extraordinary weather, even at this time of year, 20 degrees. I think I've upped it by one degree, but...
2: Food. He gives us food. Food.
0: Okay. Yes. He
1: answers our
0: prayers. He answers our prayers. Brilliant. Roger.
1: He's been watching over me throughout my life and recently in discovering a cancer which would have been really nasty and to be removed. Thank you.
0: You're very quiet up there. Yay. He's with us in times of trouble. Thank you. Yeah. Thelma.
2: He speaks to us through his word.
0: Liz. Oh, sorry, Ken. <laughs> Ken first, then Liz.
1: Kindness is a wonderful word, but I like the expanded version, loving kindness. God loved me so much that he sent his son to die for me, and he saved me, and I didn't deserve it.
0: Loving kindness, thank you. Giving us kindness for things that we don't deserve. Liz, do you want to call out? exactly what we need, exactly we need. So timing is perfect too, yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> How are we doing, Mark? Are you okay? Yeah, are you keeping up? Brilliant. Uh, friends to play with. That's so important.
2: Yeah, he gave, he gave us good friends to go away with this week, actually. Yeah. And uh, that added to our relaxation,
0: which was lovely. Yeah. Okay. Is that enough to be going with? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. None of you realize, but you've
1: just provided the material for Mark's next slot.
2: Great,
1: thanks. Well, isn't that amazing? There's so many amazing things there that God does. He's such a loving, kind God, isn't he, as the verse says. And if you just look at this little list of things I've written down, I apologize for my handwriting. The writing's not good, but what I've written is good. Loads of ways in which God is kind to us all the time. And I bet if you actually sat here for a few more minutes, we could come up with a massive list and fill all this flip chart with different ways in which God is kind to us. But I want you to think really carefully. Sometimes we don't always respond to God's kindness in the way that we should, do we? When you think about this, children particularly, you've written down here things like food, an amazing way God is kind to us. But sometimes we just take our food for granted and we just eat food every day. Sometimes we eat too much food and yet many people in the world have no food at all and we're not grateful to god for the food he gives us some of you have talked about your friends or young people can you think of your best friend at school god is kind and he's given you your best friend but sometimes we don't thank god for our friends or we are unkind to our friends we're not loving towards them we've put, we've talked about some of the amazing ways in which god looks after us in our times of trouble he comforts us. we thought about the amazing blessing that our families can be to us. we thought about how much bigger the world is and our church is, than just our church here. We, we're part of a global family. There's so many different things here. Our homes, the fact that we have heating on in our homes to keep us warm in the winter. God is a really kind God. But I want you to think now for the moments in your life when you know you don't respond to God's kindness in a way that he would want. Perhaps you take for granted the good things He gives you. Maybe you forget to say thank you when God gives you really good things. We're going to put up on the screen a short prayer, because it's a really good thing to go to a loving God who gives us ki- kindly, gives us many things, and say sorry to Him. So, if you're able to, just have a read of that prayer on the screen in your own heart. Good. Some of the children are very fast readers; they finish very quickly. So it's good to say sorry to God for the times when he gives us things because he's a kind God and we don't always say thank you to him. And It's good to come to him because he's a loving God and he wants to forgive us and he promises every time we come to him he will forgive us. So if you know that you have sometimes turned your back on God and not been grateful for the ways in which he's kind, then you can join me and we'll say this prayer together and ask God to forgive us for the times that we're not kind. Okay? So you can either just listen as I read the words, or if you want to, you can join with me, and we'll read these words together as a prayer, asking for God to forgive us. Let's pray together. Our loving Father God, you are such a kind God, and give us so many good things to enjoy. We are sorry when we forget this. We are sorry too for when we fail to be kind to others. Please forgive us. And help us to live a new life with you at the centre. For Jesus' sake I pray. Amen. Amen. Do you know the amazing thing about God? Because he's a kind God, every time we say sorry to him, he forgives us if we put our trust in his son Jesus. It's an amazing truth. And as we look at this list here all the different ways in which God can be kind to us, I want you to think particularly, what's the most kind thing that God has done for any of us? if you can think children what's the most kind thing that god has done for us? Do you see it here? What's that word there? Forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness. The most amazing act of kindness that god has shown every one of us is offering us forgiveness. I'm going to stick another verse up on the screen. This is one of the most famous verses in the whole bible. It's the it's verse uh, John chapter 3 verse 16 and often we miss off verse 17. Let me read this. This is an incredible verse and I want to explain it to us this morning. It teaches us why God is kind. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. I just want to pick out a few things from that verse to help us understand what it means. Have a look at the first one. For God so loved the world. Think about some things that you love, children. I love chocolate, and so I might eat it. I love my wife, so I might want to spend some time with Steph. I love good food, and I love it when I have a roast dinner. I love getting wet and muddy and cold in the mountains, which is why I went up the mountains yesterday with some other crazy men, and we walked up a big mountain in the fog and the rain. I love it. But the amazing thing about God, we often love people or love things because they're lovable. But the amazing thing about God is he loves us even when we're not lovable. God loves us even when we don't love him. Because he's a kind God. That's an amazing truth, isn't it? God so loved the world. Second truth. God so loved the world that he gave Everyone might know that it's Helen Walker's birthday. Well, if you love Helen, you might choose to give her a gift today to celebrate her 23rd birthday. (laughs) Now, when you love someone, you often give them something, don't you? Like on someone's birthday or at Christmas time, you give them a gift. God has shown each one of us how much he loves us by giving us a gift. But he hasn't given me a box of chocolates. He's not given me a new jumper to wear. He's not given me a nice meal to have. He's given me something that's far better than all those things. Something will actually last. He's given himself. God loves you that much that he gave his one and only son. To die in our place that we can be forgiven. That's how much he loves us. And if you want to know if a person loves you, you see what they give you. And God has given us the greatest thing. His son. Third thing we see in this verse. Whoever. Now some people think that God is only interested in good people. People. Or God is only interested in people who come to church. Or God is only interested in really clever people. But the Bible teaches us that God is interested in everyone. And this verse tells us that he sent his one and only son, that whoever puts their trust in him can be forgiven. So it doesn't matter whether you're white or whether you're black, whether you're really clever or whether you're not clever, whether you've got tons of money or no money, whether you've made loads of mistakes or you think you're really, really good. God died for you. because he loves you that means there's not a single person in this room who God's love could not reach there's not a single person where God would look at you and say I don't love that person but I love that person God loves his world and he longs to forgive us so we can know him it's an amazing truth isn't it here's the fourth truth that's a funny word isn't it eternal life now God has given us life if you put your hand on your heart right now can you do that Hopefully you're all alive and your heart is beating. If you can't feel your heartbeat, it is still there because you wouldn't be listening to me if your heart wasn't going. God gives you your life. And every day your heart keeps beating and your lungs keep breathing because he's a God He gives life. But in this verse, God is also telling us that he wants to give us not just life in this life, but life forever. That's what the word eternal means. It means life that doesn't end. How amazing is that? And God wants to give us eternal life so that we can spend all of eternity for the rest of time with him. Enjoying all the good things he wants to give us. It's an amazing truth. And here's the last one. God came into the world to save us. If we want to have that eternal life, if we want to know God forever, then we need to know that he's come to rescue us. I've nearly finished, but just concentrate for one more minute. I want you to imagine you're all up at the square. You know where the square is? There's a nice curry house there. There's a newsagent where you get your sweeties. There's a little zebra crossing where you can come across the road. Now, I want you to imagine you're standing in the middle of the road talking to your friends on a bright sunny day and a massive lorry is coming towards you, but you haven't seen it. That'd be scary, wouldn't it? Now, can you imagine if you stood in the road and the big lorry kept coming and it didn't see you because you're maybe a bit small and the lorry slammed into you and it killed you? That'd be terrible, wouldn't it? Let me explain what it's like when Jesus died on the cross for us. It was a bit like your mummy, your daddy, your best friend seeing you in the middle of the road and seeing the big lorry coming and it's going to kill you. And your mummy or your daddy or your best friend pushes you out of the way so that, that you can be safe. But they're standing in the road and the lorry comes and it knocks them down instead. That would be very brave, wouldn't it? For someone to stand in the way of the lorry so that you can be saved. But that is exactly what Jesus Christ did for us. He saw that you were standing in the middle of the road and he saw the big lorry coming towards you. That illustrates the way that he saw that he was going to punish all of us for the wrong that we did. But amazingly, as we've seen in this verse, God loved us enough to push us out of the way and stand in our place. And he was killed so that we didn't have to. Isn't that the most amazing act of kindness in the whole world? That Jesus would die for us. Just take a moment of quiet to think about being up at the square, think about the lorry, think about what Jesus has done for you. And ask yourself deep in your heart Have I trusted in him and asked for forgiveness? Just take a moment of quiet and then Steve will come and lead us in prayer.
2: Let us pray. Thank you, God, for loving us so much that you sent Jesus into the world to save us. Amen. Thank you, God, for our family and friends. Please help us to show your love and kindness to everyone, not just those who are kind to us.
1: Amen. Thank you, God, for the people who help us in our daily lives, our parents, teachers, church leaders and helpers, and the people we study your work with. Help us to show your kindness by the way we treat others and live out our lives. Amen. Dear God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to our world to die for all the wrong things we and people everywhere have done so that we can have a new start with you. Help us to follow you and to be kind to everyone we meet in our thoughts, words and actions. Amen. So,
0: we'll just spend the next ten minutes or so Um, reflecting upon what our response to God's kindness might be to us. And um, I'm going to ask Norman to bring up the next verse, which is hopefully Ephesians 4.32. It is, be compassionate, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So what is our response to what we've been hearing this morning? There's some good practical examples of how we might live differently. So we're learning this morning that one of the fruits of the Spirit is kindness. And if we've understood what Jesus has done for us, if we know who he is, and if we've met him and we've opened our lives to him and asked him in, then... He dwells in us. He, he dwells in us by his Spirit. Um, and the way I was thinking about this this morning was like a tree. He's like a tree inside us planted, which bears fruit. And kindness is one of the fruits of that tree. Jesus changes lives. And if you say that you know him, then he will change your life. And he'll change it for the better. And there will be fruit. Our response is to start reacting in situations differently to how we might have reacted without him in our lives. It becomes a natural response because we've got the spirit of God inside us. And we find serving others, even in small ways, might just become our natural response. You might find opportunities to help others in all sorts of practical ways. we have just been seeing on the the video there just so many different ways in which even in really small things you can just leap to someone's help or show uh, an act of kindness. Often you can do things in secret without people even knowing and we've got to remember that this is our response to what God has done for us. We don't need to be kind in order to get a reaction for ourselves or to seek out praise sometimes it can be done in in a quiet way where only jesus might see what you've done now i was struggling for some examples to bring this out properly so when i was preparing for this this morning i got into a conversation with caroline and she kept well, she kept bussing in and saying, well, what about this? And so she's, I said, well, do you know what? Why don't you come up and we'll have a little bit of a conversation about what this means in practical ways.
2: It's our marriage all over, isn't it, Derek? It is our marriage all over. <laughs> well, I was just going to paint a picture for you. Um, maybe, maybe you've experienced this before in the past. Maybe you're experiencing it now. Uh, I'm thinking about the workplace. And uh, uh, I work in a school, so we have a staff room. Maybe you just have a kitchen area. And you walk into it, and you look around, and yet again, no milk. The milk's all gone. The work surface is littered with bits of coffee that people have just not wiped up. Spoons, the sink is full of dirty mugs. Do you know the dishwasher is here, but the sink here is full. Our natural inclination, isn't it, to think, well, I'm getting my coffee. but you know, maybe I'll be kind Maybe I'll go and get a coffee for my friend who's out on duty or my friend who's stuck at the desk and can't get a coffee herself. Do you know, that's really good. I'm being kind. Because I'm not doing it again. I'm not clearing up again. Because I've done it so many times. That's our natural inclination, isn't it? We kind of go so far. And some acts of kindness are relatively easy. So taking a coffee for a friend is actually quite easy. And um, it's a pleasure. They say thank you when we get to, you give it to them and we get that instant response. But um, as Mark said, Jesus came in the ultimate act of kindness when we didn't deserve it, when we had nothing that made us um, warrant the sacrifice that he gave for his life. is our example. So maybe in your workplace... You'll have your own exa- You'll have your own moment, but just getting on with clearing up um, the surfaces, wiping them down, loading up the dishwasher, or unloading it again, going and buying the milk, just putting it in the fridge. Um, is a great way of making of, of, of an act of kindness and why do we do it we do it because Christ what Christ has done for us but also we know that for our colleagues who are busy life is stressful to come into a nice atmosphere the milk's there the coffee's there the place is clean it makes a much easier day for everyone.
0: what about the what about the children though they're not, right. at, they're not at work yet
2: they're not at work yet
0: how might they display their reaction to God's kindness?
2: Well, there are a few things. I work in a school and I work particularly with six and seven-year-olds. So we still have the opportunity of having what we call golden time. Um, I don't know if you ever get anything like that. It just usually comes at the end of term, doesn't it, otherwise? Um, but it's a great opportunity because instead of the, the natural lessons, um, the children get to pull out big boxes of toys. They get to uh, you know, maybe just sit, sit on a table and do some colouring, some drawing. Um, they get to play with things that they can't do in the lessons. It's a real relaxation. However, we all know, and this happens at home as well, doesn't it? So you don't even have to be at school. You get everything out tidy up time isn't it and tidy up time do you guys know any of the children who suddenly need to go to the loo <laughs> or there's something in their bag they just have to check and they can spend ages in, in the in the um, cloakroom doing that can't they that's always going to be the case and we could go do you know if he's not going to do it I'm not But we can set a great example, and we can actually get on with our bit. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll put away the toys that we've had out, or we'll put the books away, or whatever. But equally, we can turn around. If somebody else is still working, we can go and help them. And have you ever noticed, that video showed it beautifully, have you ever noticed how acts of kindness are infectious? That means, if you start helping another person on another table. It's amazing how many people also come along and go, oh, all right, then I'll just do the table, I'll do those bits, I'll put the pins in the pot. Acts of kindness are infectious, and they draw other people in. So they draw other people in to, to be kind, but also they draw other people in to be in communion with us. That builds relationships, and that takes us forward.
0: That's good. So really the message is that knowing Jesus will change you it will cause you to respond in a way that is perhaps different to how you would have responded before you knew him and in a natural way and you can find opportunities all day long to act out the spirit of kindness we're just going to look finally at one of the most vivid examples of kindness that Jesus displayed while he was still on earth, before he died, before the ultimate act of kindness, in a really practical way as to the way that he was kind to his disciples. I wonder if anyone can begin to remember what this is as Caroline introduces it and the setting just before Jesus died.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to do this very briefly because, I, I, you know, you kids, you've done uh, such a good job. But in the last week of Jesus' life... Um, he had what is called the triumphant entry into Jerusalem. And in here, just hold the thing away so I can read it. Um, it says, Jesus comes into Jerusalem as king. The next day, the great crowd had come for the festival. So the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him shouting, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. So Jesus had this great moment of people recognizing, in some ways, who he was. And a little bit later, the night that he was betrayed, they went, he and his disciples went to have their Passover meal. And um, normally, if you'd enter a house, uh, you would wash your feet. Now, today it was a bit mucky outside and um, we had to think about what shoes you're wearing. So, I see you've got boots on, you've got boots on, good lace-up, strong shoes. Anyone wear sandals today? Anyone at all? Open-toe sandals? Bare Noah feet. No one showing?
0: Any, any bare feet?
2: No? no. Generally speaking, the disciples, at the time of uh, Jesus and disciples, they, they, they were wearing sandals. Now, a lot of the time, um, it was fairly dry, but... Do you, think, do you think there were pavements and concrete roads? No. It was fairly dusty and dirty. So people's feet got fairly grubby. And you know when you come off the beach, what do your feet feel like when you come off the beach? What do they feel like? Hot.
0: hot
2: definitely hot. What so the cooling A cooling bath would be lovely, wouldn't it? Where does the sand go? Yeah, it goes everywhere on your feet, doesn't it? Between your toes, everywhere. So to have your feet washed is a real pleasure. Not only Uh, you feel the refreshment, your feet are hot, but also great for the person who's looking after the house because that cuts down on the sweeping, doesn't it? Let's face it. Sometimes there'd be servants, somebody who would actually wash your feet for you. Now, this story tells us... A lot. A huge amount. I'm only picking out one little bit. But it tells us so much about the kindness of Jesus. That in that moment, when he had had his moment as being recognised as king, he was going on. He knew he was going to be betrayed. He knew that people would let him down. But actually, he was the one who took the towel and wrapped it round his waist, knelt in front of his disciples, and washed their dirty
0: that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you that no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them.
2: As a last uh, bit of the service, before we have our final song and um, closing prayer, you may have noticed when you came in there were a few strange items littered around the church so I'll I'll, um, call them out if they're near you will you please bring them to the front as you bring them to the front have a think how you could be kind with them right washing up brush while you're looking I'll go on to the next one ah £10 note I'm wondering if it's still here. Yeah. yeah. Anyone it found the... Te- ah, there's honesty. What could you do with that £10 note to be kind? Uh, it someone. Someone, yeah. Here? Do it to me? Yeah. Do I? Do you think I need it? Maybe. May, I might do. You're absolutely right. Pop it in there. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for looking after it. Chocolate. I hope Mark hasn't seen it, otherwise we know it'll have gone. Yep. yeah. A garden trowel.
0: This is my favourite type of chocolate.
2: Clothes pegs. The ready meal, possibly the Ah. most strange thing that you might have found in church. A magazine.
1: Thanks, Mel.
2: A bin bag. Paint. Thank you. And a textbook. I think I've said yeah, all of them. You. What could you bin do with bag, that bin bag, bag heap? Uh, tidy up. <laughs>
1: tidy up,
2: tidy up.
0: Paint, thank you. Paint, go up, fire and ball.
2: Here comes the textbook.
0: What, what are you waiting for?
2: I'm just waiting for the textbook. Oh,
0: the textbook. Yay.
2: Did I mention this was a memory game?
0: Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, she said it very quickly at the beginning that this is a memory game.
2: Uh, you're going to have to hide Paint under here because they money. can see out the top.
0: chocolate. Sorry, sorry. Right, okay.
2: Let's have the roving mic. Okay. Who can remember something that went in the bag?
0: Clothes pegs. Clothes pegs. Thank per- you. What
2: could you do with the clothes pegs? I out my You would. You would. Next thing. Chocolate. What could you do with the chocolate? You certainly could. How could you be kind with it? Actually, you might be kind because you might save somebody else from eating it. But how else could you be kind? Well, I'll give it to a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who needed an extra boost. Absolutely. Anything else? Yes? £10 note. The, I heard a book up the, up the back there. The textbook. How on earth can you be kind with a textbook? Come on, how, how, how can... At the back, yes. Yes, yes you can. Bang do you on. know what? My nephew is helping his brother with his homework, and it's making a real difference. Well done. What? Sorry, what, there was another thing. you came in at the same time. Yes.
0: Ten pound note. Okay, go on. No? £10 pound note.
2: £10 come pound note. £10 pound note. We had a great example of what you could do with a £10 pound note. Any other thoughts you could do with a £10 pound note? Give it to charity.
0: Give yes. it to charity.
2: Absolutely. Here's a few more. Garden trap. garden trap How could you use that? Yeah. Someone who maybe is unable at the moment to get on with their garden, it's their pride and joy, and you know it gives them such pleasure to have it. Just the clothes bags.
0: Done the clothes bags. Done the chocolate. Sorry?
2: The ready, ready, meal. ready
0: meal. The ready meal. This is a Tesco classic Italian chicken and bacon pasta bake um courtesy of Mrs Cratt thank you Debbie and I think Barty's going to have that later for his lunch
2: we do quite a bit of that in this church don't we you know when families are in need they're going through difficult times we we give a meal don't we and um, that's a good one anything else anything else anything else
0: just hide magazine.
2: sorry the,
0: the what the magazine. the magazine the magazine yes good housekeeping our best christmas issue
2: isabel what would you do with the magazine well we yeah, brilliant. Certainly great for someone who just needs something to dip in and out of.
0: Okay, two more items. Yes,
2: paint. 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 paint.
0: There's some paint. Okay, what well, might you do? do that. With the paint. paint on the
2: wall. You certainly. Okay. Yeah. Mark. Mark's got plenty. he has got lots of walls. Yeah.
0: Mark's you? got lots of walls of painting.
2: There've been lots of people who've been very There's kind been already, haven't practical they?
0: Practical aspect last item sorry
2: yay did 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 we say the bin bag I don't think we did so well done that was the bin bag how can we be helpful with the bin bag definitely well done and who
0: likes washing up who really, really loves washing up.
2: Yeah, there's a joint
0: united in washing up down there. (laughs) Fantastic. That's it. That's
1: it. Absolutely. Thank you very much.
0: Okay. Great.
1: Hasn't that been really helpful, thinking about all sorts of ways in which, through each day, we just see practical things around the home, in our schools maybe, where we can be kind to other people. Well, we're going to sing now as we close our service about our great God. And as we go out into this week to be kind to other people, we want to be responding to a great God who's been kind to us. So let's stand with the band. Let's sing this last song together before we go about the day ahead. I do um, encourage you to stick around um, for refreshments um, through in the next room. It would be great to get to know you if you're a visitor and spend some time together. And perhaps we can spend some time encouraging each other to be thinking about how we can be kind this week in response to all that Jesus has done for us. Uh, For those who like to um, give um, regularly each week um, physically, then there is a bowl on the way out, and that would be the best time to place your gifts and offerings in there. Let me close in prayer, thanking God for his provision for this church and uh, asking him to be with us in the week ahead. Loving Father, we do thank you for the incredible ways you've been kind to us. We pray that the money that is regularly given in this church would be used to help others be blessed physically, but most importantly, blessed through an understanding of who Jesus Christ is and all that you have done for us. Thank you for all that we've been learning of this morning. We thank you that you have called us to be kind and compassionate in response to your kindness in forgiving us through the Lord Jesus. And we thank you for the amazing gift, kind gift of your son who died in our place, that we can be forgiven, And have new life. We thank you that you come to live in us by your spirit. So please send us out from here to serve you in the week ahead. Please help us to think about all the different ways we could be kind to those around us. In response to all that you have done for us. Amen. Amen.